Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you find yourself bored in everyday life and want someone to stick some excitement up your wazoo, I strongly suggest you start watching the Premier League in the season 2019-2020 because you can't predict it at all. I mean, seven days ago, Norwich were beating Manchester City 3-2 and then one week later, Manchester City become like the end-of-level boss in a video game and absolutely crushed Watford. Then you got Liverpool who can't lose and a bunch of other results that if you're like me, you like to do a little accumulator every week. You start looking at it going, well, it could be anything. I may as well just start making up results and hope that somehow they pay off. But before we let this Premier League weekend die, we've got to go through it. And we've got to give the good bits and up and the bad bits are down. And yes, I see the comments every now and then. Of course, a football ups and downs is going to be biased. I support a team. You support a team. You're going to want your team to get an up unless you hate them. And therefore, you're going to want to get a down. Let's not worry about it. My name is Simon Miller. Let's up those downs for the damn Premier League. And talking to bias, we are going to start with the ups. Arsenal versus Aston Villa. It almost killed me out of fear. Is getting it up. Now, I was live at this game and I can tell you for large chunks of it, Aston Villa were the better side as once again Arsenal just had gaping holes in their defence. And I was sat there going, what are we doing? I could defend that, even though as we always point out each and every week, no, I couldn't. I'm happy to say that David Luiz and whichever defender you want to throw in there is a better defender than me. Hence why they're being paid, what, 150 grand a week? You've just got to be sensible with these things. But look, in the 70th minute when they were 2-1 down, the Gunners realised they had to spark a fire and they absolutely did to turn it around 2-3-2, and they scored an incredible free kick with around about five minutes to go. And really, when you get to the end of the Premier League season, all that matters is that you've got those three points, and doubly so because Tottenham had lost, because Chelsea did lose. Arsenal needed to get this victory in order to put themselves back in the top four. When the Premier season does start, that's what you want to do. You want to make sure you're there or thereabouts, otherwise you fall away and a bunch of other teams get away from you and that is the last thing that we need so again it was scary and if you are a Villa fan you're probably cursing me out right now as you're allowed to do but thank flubbins for that and we continue on this trend because Leicester City boy howdy they can do no wrong they're up to third in the league how did that happen give them it up and not only that but they survived vast scares and Tottenham looking better than they have done in a while to actually win 2-1 against Spurs and again, around about the half-time mark, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Now, yes, we do have to point out that Tottenham did basically get screwed 
That VAR decision for offside was absolutely ridiculous. But what do you want? That is what we have decided as a football community to do. We took it from passion and we took it from emotion and we changed it into science. So by the letter of the law, they were offside, even though it completely... Well, that's not what offside was brought in for, was it? Offside was brought in so you didn't just hang around the goal mouth and someone boots the ball up to you. Now you've got to be smart with your runs. But still, do we really need to zoom in to like inches, to toenails, to hair clippings? I don't think we do, but it would have been the same thing the other way around for Leicester. And it will balance out for Tottenham. They'll get some that go against them and they'll get some that go for them. All we should be talking about is, again, Leicester win 2-1. They're in the top four, which a lot of people presumed they would be at the start of the season. I know a lot of money, gambling-wise, got put on Leicester City being in the top six. But still, it's crazy. Onwards and upwards they go. A team that is not doing that, and this brings about our first down for the day, is Manchester United. They ain't looking too hot right now down. Now that's no discredit to West Ham, but the fact they were able to win by two goals to nil so easily cannot be good if you do consider yourself a supporter of Solskjaer's team. I mean, what the hell has happened? And now they've got a massive injury crisis on their hand because Rashford went off with some kind of a knock and they don't have any strikers on their books. I thought it was weird at the time Lukaku got sold, so please in the comments below, if you are a United fan, let me know. Why the hell did you get rid of him? And really, it was just the lackluster performance that I couldn't get my head around. It was a bit like West Ham were playing a team in a relegation battle. They never got out of first gear. They were able to pass the ball around to their heart's content. And they took their chances with great aplomb. But Manchester United, they just they didn't have anything. They had nothing going the other way. If I was Harry Maguire right now, I'd probably be scratching my head and going, why I leave Let's see? Go to Manchester United. And this ain't me hating on Manchester United. I know they're huge rivals of Arsenal. This is as, you know, carefree as it can be. And I think even a neutral could have walked to that game and thought, how the mighty have fallen. But that is what happens. Look at Liverpool. Happened to them. Happened to Arsenal. Football cyclical. One moment you're up here. And then a few months later, you're down here in the toilet. Sticking up Norse, however, when it comes to Manchester City. I mean, that was just absolutely incredible, was it not? Give them an up. As already mentioned, to prove that last week's Norwich loss may have been a bit of a fluke, they invited Watford to come to the city ground and they beat them 8-0, which is almost a Premier League record. If you have watched these highlights, you will know they scored the first five goals in the first 20 minutes and they looked absolutely ruthless. It's a bit like when you play FIFA and you just whack your opponent's difficulty level onto easy because you just want to thump them full of goals. I mean, at the end of the first half, I thought Manchester City may actually win this by double figures. And I don't think I would have been the only one. It was one of the best performances I've ever seen in the Premier League, even though Watford did kind of fall over a little bit. And on that note, when talking about the Hornets, we've got to give them a down because, again, if you're a Watford fan, even waking up today a couple of days removed, you cannot have been happy with that performance, especially if you travelled all the way to Manchester. It's a down. It's also doubly bizarre because I watched Watford play Arsenal last week and in the second half of that game, Watford looked like quite a good side and yet a week on, they are utterly lost. They're going to need to learn from this hard because right now they are in the bottom three. That is not where they want to be. New manager, obviously he came in. They need to start turning the tide and you know, after you get beaten 8-0, that's going to be hard because your happiness is going to down. Your confidence is going to be like shot in the foot. Troy Deeney's probably yelling at everyone, going, what are you doing? And Troy Deeney, he's a scary man. He could knock you out. He don't muck around. This one we keep an eye on. Back to the top of the Premier League, though. Liverpool kept up their perfect start to the season by gritting out a win at Chelsea. Stamford Bridge, not an easy place to go. 
we got to give them an up. And all credit to Frank Lampard's side. They're doing a lot better than I think people assume they would do, even though they are languishing mid-table at the moment. But let's not worry about them for today and just focus on Jurgen Klopp's 11. Because here, they weren't their usual attacking self. They didn't look too dangerous, but they still found a way to win by two goals to one. And I know there's more VAR controversy here with Chelsea, but I'm bored of it. Throw it over there. And I want to talk about it. And again, right now, it is Liverpool's title to lose, even though we're only six days in. Because you know, City are five points behind. If Liverpool somehow managed to win every single game this season, obviously, they will 100% win the Premier League. Now, I don't think they are going to do that. And once more, as an Arsenal fan, I never want that to happen because we've got our invincible record and I'd like to keep it wrapped up in a little box. But here we are. What are we in? Late September. Liverpool look very, very good. Back to the downs, though, as it's all starting to fall apart at Newcastle as they had their lowest ever attendance in around, what, 12 years at St. James's Park as nobody wanted to go and see them play Brighton in some kind of protest. Down. The real problem with this is if you did stay away, you actually made the right decision because this game wasn't very exciting, hence why it was put on the last match and it came to the match of the day. And really, the real confusing thing is, even though Newcastle were playing in Newcastle, they were very defensive. Brighton had like 79% of the possession, which is always going to piss off the home fans. Really, they should have lost. They didn't. They held on. But it was just really, really dull. And if you're worried that Newcastle may go down, there was nothing here to make you go, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Just really, really boring. One final up, though, for a promoted team from last year. We're always talking about them here on Ups and Downs. But that's because they just seem to do well every single week. Give them an up. It is Sheffield United. Who the hell thought they'd be able to go to Goodison Park and play Everton and not only walk away with a 2-0 victory, but kind of do it quite comfortably? I remember when Sheffield United did get promoted in the mid-season. Everyone was going, oh, they're going to go down. They're rubbish. They're going to be the crappiest team in the league. Well, they are not. They play good football. They work as a team. Don't back down. For anyone, I don't even care. Everton should be a scary place to go to this year because they've been touted for the top six. But right now, that ain't going to happen. Sheffield United probably have more chance of finishing there, even though, of course, they won't. But you've got to give credit where credit is due, and that goes for Norwich and Aston Villa as well, which we've already touched upon. All that promote these teams this year are not laying down, and they are going to make a lot of people's lives far more harder than I think we all presumed around about a month and a half ago. This is going to be the craziest Premier League season for a while, other than the top two teams. If Liverpool and Manchester City don't finish one and two, I can only assume that Aliens are going to come down and kill all their best players. But even then, have you seen Manchester City's B team? Ridiculous. And that is the ups and downs of the Premier League season. It's about to get really interesting because obviously last week too, we had all the European games starting and it's always harder when you do have to fly here, there and everywhere and then come back on the weekend for a Premier League game. I mean, that's what Tottenham were mad about. Pochettino wasn't pleased that they had to play their midweek game in the Champions League and then they were the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. Those are the breaks, my friend. And it happens to every single team, unless of course you're not in Europe. And we haven't mentioned Wolves so far. They got a very lucky last-minute win against Crystal Palace. But that's what they're dealing with. They're in Europe. Maybe their squad's not big enough. And they do not look like the same team as they did last year. However, I do think they have enough. If you are Wolves fans, calm down. I think you're going to go down. Now, don't forget to leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about the Premier League weekend. Did you like it? Did your team do well? Did they absolutely suck? Like, share and subscribe. Head on to whatculture.com and read yourself some more sporting articles. Follow whatculture on Twitter, whatculturefootball. Watch more videos here. 
And what culture football. My name is Simon from What Culture. Thank you very much for watching. And in terms of next week, we may even do ups and downs before this happens. But Monday, 30th September, is Manchester United versus Arsenal at Old Trafford. And that scares me because, again, Arsenal last week against Watford kind of you know, fell apart a little bit. Right now, Manchester United stuck. I'm sorry, Red Devil fans, but it's true. But as we know, sometimes when Arsenal go to these places, they struggle just a little bit. So I will worry about that. But in the meantime, I'll see you when I see you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.